Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Four Jobbers Podcast. I am, of course, Ginger Heat, one of the four jobbers. I'm a huge jobber, and I am wearing a jobber shirt because I'm jumping on the bandwagon. I jumped on when I saw uh, Killian play, and now PSG has... One of the goats, they have Messi. I won't say the goat. It's it's kind of hard to say that uh, without disrespecting Cristiano <coughs> Ronaldo and everybody else, right? But speaking of goats, who's it going to be? Bye. Who's the goat? The body from Kirkcuddy! Jordan Deves, all the way from Scotland, back from his... Welsh adventure. What is going on, you AEW mark? Oh, boy, oh boy! Uh, I am back from uh, from a wee trip. I actually uh, I hate to admit this to you, but not only did I venture into the beautiful land that is Wales, and if you've seen uh, our one good one pish AEW dynamite TikTok, which is doing really well on social yep. media. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, keep everybody. sharing it, keep liking it, keep watching it. If you have seen that, Let's you go. will know I was in North Wales. But I also actually, unfortunately, ventured <clears throat> into the land of the Anglo Saxons, into the the heart, the belly of the beast. I actually went to England, and I didn't crumble to dust as I crossed the border into the heartland. There, did they accept your money? Uh, luckily, everything is uh, contactless payments and whatnot now. So I, I had that argument ready. I was like, this is legal tender. But unfortunately, everything's <laughs> on card. So I wasn't able to use that one. Um, but it's all good. Uh, but I had a lovely, a lovely time uh, getting absolutely pushed. Um, but yeah, now I'm back. I'm ready to go. I've got four days of work. And then I'm off for two more weeks. So it's all good. <laughs> Man, do I miss the UK holiday schedule. Oh my goodness, especially for you. You've been there so many years. That is awesome. Uh, you know, I am still waiting for my two weeks because it's been a couple of years now because I keep starting new jobs. And so every time you start a new job, you can't say, hey, I'd like to take my two weeks up front, yeah. please. Or if you do, you screw yourself over for the rest of time. But speaking of people who screw everybody over, he is, of course, the enigmatic, the charismatic, the bizarre, the mysterious Jason, the smart Mark himself. What is going on this week, bud? What did you watch this week? I don't like I know you're the Smackdown guy, but did you watch anything else? <clears throat> I find myself watching Raw every week for some reason. I don't even know. I just... I've been putting it on for the past three weeks and keeping it like in the background, like on my laptop. And I always try to watch SmackDown and actually pay attention. Uh, the other two been difficult. I saw highlights from AEW and NXT. I was busy on the weekend and Monday and Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, moving couches. Um, not a new I job. That has uh, an obsession with I was going to say, not a new fun. job. Like, I just moved couches couch for fun. And it didn't even fit. The last after couch after couch after couch after finally having the two uh, senior members of the of the table Watson coming down. The bloodline. The bloodline. The bloodline. The Watson bloodline. <laughs> All couches. Yeah, we definitely need to kill off that bloodline. Couch line. legacy. Let's stop it here. It <laughs> ends with Jason. <laughs> Can't get nah, better than me. He's got cousins and stuff, unfortunately. Ah, hell. But speaking of cousin it, we have the venomous, the milky milkier and more venomous than 
ever back fresh from his holiday. He was in a spa, sucking down ice-cold milk. He had milk straight from the teat of a coon. Mm. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. I'm refreshed <laughs> and uh, relaxed, are you sure? I suppose. <laughs> I bought some new shoes. Oh, so that's pretty great. Wow. What new a gear. For wax. New gear. New gear. I, I, I must admit, due to my <clears throat> predicament of the last few days, that being the vacation, a predicament. What a weird way to say that. Uh, I actually have no thing, idea. This horrible what vacation happened. that you had to take. <laughs> I, uh, it was actually a very lovely time. Had a great time. First, first trip with the valet. Ooh, and uh, very nice. International competition, the intercontinental champions. That's right. That's right. That's that's that. And uh, so I'm completely blind on Raw and SmackDown. I have only watched NXT <laughs> this week. I kind of know what happened on SmackDown. I am totally in the dark on Raw. I will be honest. I'm sure I didn't miss anything <laughs> too great. Can you guess one thing that happened on Raw? I'm going to guess uh, that we had a women's tag team match and it was bad. Um, did we? I don't remember. <laughs> Actually, I don't think we had a women's tag team match. I think. Uh, I don't think well, then maybe I did miss something. No, it doesn't, oh, I, don't I didn't it even was. take any notes because yeah, it, it was so bad that I I forgot about it. But I don't actually yeah. think there was. Oddly enough, there was no. other women's. Uh, you know why? Because the tag the tag champs aren't active right now True. so they can't have any tag matches because uh, the tag champs have to be in course. every tag match even the contenders yeah. ones well, why would the you ones build a division of contenders when you can just put the division on pause <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the wwe like what would happen if there was like a ufc event and all of a sudden someone gets injured and they're like well, well no one else is allowed to fight that's it for that division <laughs> <laughs> well sorry welterweights welterweight champions <laughs> injured no welterweight <laughs> can compete in any fight for the next no no welterweights unless it's a tag team welterweight ufc fight Imagine on a different brand because apparently tag team ufc matches this, this announcement that happened during this match Baron Corbin appeared on Monday Night Raw. Of course. He is, of course, on the SmackDown roster. And we were informed by the commentary team that superstars are allowed to change brands four times per year. I do remember now, that being mentioned all, during the draft. Oh, no, wait. Really? No, I don't. Of Did course they choose no. the number uh, four? <laughs> no. I, I actually believed them for a second. I was like, oh, no, yeah, me too. I, I do First remember First of all, the four that, yes. jobbers, we do everything in fours, top fours, bottom fours, four count. Who's on the ball? Because we keep you down longer. Hey. You know. Did they steal that from us? I don't know. But it's still insane that all of a sudden this rule just gets dropped out there. And, like, are we supposed to keep track of this? Like, there's so many other things that we were told not to keep track of. No. Not, like, directly told not to, but clearly you're... Like wins and losses, but this we will keep track. This this weird rule is just gonna. Yeah, I mean, I would love to keep track of it to see if they hold hold true to it. But like, what's gonna happen? Oh, he can't challenge the person on the other yeah, event it, for one year because he's used up he's his used four up chances. Four, yeah, mm-hmm. but I, this piece of this, this nugget of information is gonna go straight into the the archive of my mind that sits next to. Oh, by the way, you need to fill out a form to be a tag team. Like, yeah. it's one of those oh, nonsense yeah, things that. that it's just like, it appeared one day, and <laughs> I've actually like totally forgotten One of the about shows, it. someone said something about you have to be registered to be a manager, too. They're like, they're a registered manager here. Shut up. And I was like, what? Yeah, so they are, right? Shut up, you idiot. 
Oh, that's why Scarlett hasn't been on TV. Her paperwork hasn't yeah, gone paperwork through yet. Yeah, uh, visa issues. Yeah. <laughs> From Florida to yeah. Connecticut or whatever, yeah. So the big news, what was the big news? Did we talk about this last week, the, the big release? Did we, we got into Bray, Bray yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we talked about Bray. Have there been any releases since? Oh, yes. yes. So. Oh, who? Of course. There's been a list. There's been a, a culling oh. of the NXT roster. They just made the list. Oh, yeah. List of Vince. They just made. I, I have I have the list in in preparation, and being that I'm probably the one who's most likely to heard of some of these people. The That's best deliverer of bad news. Roderick nuke. Strong uh, is still with the company. Oh, Jason. Um, I forget his name then. Well, here here's the list. Here's the list in in just the order that is reported by Sean Ross Sapp uh, on Twitter. Okay. In all, WWE released Bobby Fish. That's the one, okay. That's who you were thinking of. Bronson Reed, Jake Atlas, Ari Sterling, Kona Reeves, Leon Ruff, Stefan Smith, Tyler Rust, Zakaria Smith, Asher Hale, Giant Zangier, and Mercedes Martinez. Uh, you know what? It might have been faster if you just said who they didn't release, I yeah. think. <laughs> like who's left? Definitely a pretty big cut with some pretty. I mean, yeah, some some highlighters. Admittedly, yeah. What are the what are the some... surprises for you? Obviously, being the the biggest NXT fan here. Uh, I'd say there's two folds of surprises. One being Bronson Reed. The rumors that I had been hearing, mainly I guess from what culture, is uh, people were saying, "Oh, he's ready to move up to the main roster." Bronson Reed is, and now he's out. He's gone. And I was oh. never a huge, huge Bronson Reed fan. Like, I, you know, I know he's good. But it never, nothing like ever really kind of wowed me. Just another <clears throat> big guy, but He's an athletic big guy, you know. But athletic, yeah, he yeah. didn't uh, wow anybody on the mic. I don't know if he yeah. had much of a chance. He was just supposed to be this angry big monster man. Uh, didn't really get a lot of. I don't know. Was there a lot of time to flesh out that character? Not really, uh, because he became North American way. champion for about yeah. two weeks. He was getting a push. It. I felt like. He got a micro push because he dropped the title and then was immediately like dropped out of the feud um, mm. for Swerve and Santos to pick up their right. beef. And I would say another surprise for me is Tyler Rust, who is actively mm -hmm. in an NXT stable. He was part of Diamond Mine, and Diamond Mine is a stable that has two active wrestlers because they have a coach who is Hachiman. And they have Malcolm Bivens, who is the the manager. So now it's basically just Roderick Strong's, and they're brand new. Yeah. <clears throat> and Tyler Rust was supposed to be, you know, Roderick Strong was the number one guy. Now Tyler Rust was meant to be the future prospect. But uh, I guess I don't know what they're going to do with Diamond Mine now. Um, I guess they could still be Diamond Mine, but it's basically again just Roderick Strong and his people. His his his. Is it? Entourage, There's only one really. left, isn't there? Yeah. So it's, it's just, just him. Roderick Strong and a manager. So it's not a faction. Yeah, it's not really a, <laughs> a diamond mine of full of. I don't know. It's just it's just Roderick Strong and that guy. Cubic zirconias. These are actual diamonds. Yeah. These ones, you know. Didn't and wasn't Bobby Fish on the latest episode of NXT? Bobby Fish was feuding with Diamond Mine. Yeah. Lost. I mean. Yeah, lost and then, and then cut. Le <laughs> Leon Ruff had a pretty strong 2020 as yeah. well. He was North yep. American champion for a little bit, and he he was pretty interesting. And Mercedes Martinez, last time we saw her, she got I think 
legitimately knocked out by uh Saya yeah. Lee and the thought is she would come back and sort of enter into the women's championship picture again not to be she was actually in the original retribution as well so that's right <laughs> the the uh, yeah, and then there's a couple other guys who uh, I think one of them's a referee. A couple guys who you saw once or twice. Referee, um, come on, referee! It is definitely a pretty sizable chunk of the NXT roster, and that coupled with the rumors about Adam Cole and his contract being up, Pete Dunne's contract is maybe up. Although thought is he might stick around more likely than Adam Cole would, but. Yeah, a little bit of uncertainty around uh, around the active NXT roster. The main guys are still there. The main gals are still there. Um, and, and you know what? The roster did get a bit bloated at a certain point because you were going months without, without seeing certain wrestlers. But, uh, yeah, there's some weird ones here. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on this list. I mean, yeah. I, I don't have a problem with a company like WWE unfortunately having to make cuts and and, and all of that I, I completely understand it is a business at the end of the day i get it the thing as a fan that pisses me off is you invest time on your show which is your product you invest time on these people and actively push them to get them over so i get involved and i start looking at them the more and watching the matches and all that and then suddenly gone what are you doing to then keep me involved in your show let's say I'm a huge Bronson Reed fan because I'm sure many people were if if he's gone now you've instantly cut me out of your viewership because he was hot yep you yep. know and yeah, it just there's. I mean, what did we? There was a, a a tweet that then came out not long after that documented. Um, so WWE since April last year have released a hundred different wrestlers. A hundred different wrestlers. <laughs> That's a hundred people that lost their job, right? That's a lot. Uh, it's yeah, it's crazy. And I, it makes me wonder, it's like you talk about the operating income being, oh, they've had the best year. Is that only because they've cut so many salaries? Or is it because they've actually made more money? I, it's tough to tell. Absolutely. You know, and WWE you is of, so star-driven, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. So Absolutely. we keep coming back. Everybody keeps coming back for the stars. And it's very rare that they let a star go. If they do, there's usually specific reason or there's turmoil or there's something but they don't let them go easy but if you're not a star you're expendable is basically seems to be how wwe operates yeah the you could be selling as much merch released. as bray and it's yeah. not good enough i mean they released braun that would be yeah. the closest otherwise samoa joe who they then brought Robert, back yeah so so i guess on on the back of that unless anyone has anything else they want to add to this list last week we spoke about Bray getting released but there seems to be some links with him still with WWE what, what do we think is this going to be a Samoa Joe you mean like his Twitter handle well there's that but I mean I understand that that takes time to change and everything because you lose your 
verification things, but out of everybody that's been released, that they always kind of comment or there's posts saying, yep, I'm going to become bigger and better or I'm going to move on to this, I'm going to do the X, Y, and Z. There's nothing from Bray other than an ominous post that seems to suggest you can't get rid of him. Because, yeah, I don't think his character is dead, whether he... Some people think he's still with WWE, I don't. Or he takes that character somewhere else. else. He's the kind of character like The Undertaker. He's He's, Yeah. Uh, He's... Kind of like the Undertaker, as like he keeps kayfabe alive more than anyone else mm. these days, and he has that mysterious kind of character. I wouldn't want to see him put a, a big, long, even though he's warranted to do that if he wants, emotional post Agreed. like, like um, he's sad and all that stuff. Like I'm sure he is, and he and he can comment on it, but he's keeping kayfabe alive, keeping his character alive. Maybe he'll pop up somewhere else, and it won't be weird because we didn't hear from Bray. It's like it's it goes with his character well. So maybe yeah, that's why some people think it's like fake. The character is still in the same universe. It'll continue. Yeah, right in the, it doesn't in have the to fandom. be the fiend. We still know what it is. Yeah. 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 They can't use fiend. That's a trademark, I'm sure. Oh yeah. They can't use Bray Wyatt. That's done. But he's already started using his original name, right? Like Wyndham. Yeah. Rotunda. Yeah. Wyndham. So I just I'm as long as it's the same character, you can name I'm it what he wants. Up, I think uh, he'll be okay. Synonyms for uh, fiend. Uh, the first one that comes up is the uh, <laughs> the imp. I really hope he goes with that one. I would love to. I'm not sure that has <laughs> quite the, the intimidation factor. Uh, the gimp it could be terrifying. <laughs> the gimp, yeah, maybe. Well. <laughs> the the gimp. Bray in a, a gimp mask coming out and just be like, <laughs> let me in. Uh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> who knows? And he's Scottish. Yeah, he has to be Scottish. Yeah, yeah I'm so Scottish. <laughs> Let me in. Let oh. me in, please. Let me in. Lexus. Oh, no. Och, me heart. Oh, dear. But yeah, Ugh. interesting times Aye. with releases, people moving on, people going other way. When does the new AEW show debut? Friday night, baby. Speaking of. This, this Friday, Friday? This Friday. Yeah. The promo video looked good. It looks like all the, the biggest stars, I feel like, are going to be appearing yeah, on it. I, is that a permanent thing going forward? Or is it just for the debut? I don't know. It, it, they really haven't said much about it, um, about kind of what's going to happen. It looks like it's basically what WWE used to do, which is just a continuation of the other show. So I imagine what you'll see is one or two stories kind of <coughs> over arc between shows but then you'll get some stories that are only on certain shows but it's not so much a roster based thing I think it will just be a continuation of the product um, but I mean yeah it looks like they're going to have a show on Monday, Wednesday and Friday now so I mean they've got Dark or Elevation or whatever it's got I think Elevation sorry on um, Monday night Dynamite on Wednesday and then Rampage on on Friday. So I guess we'll see. Like I'm excited for the the first ever Rampage. Surely something's got to happen. But it seems like more emphasis is on the week after in Chicago. Um, oh, it's true. So although I'm excited for this week, I I feel like the emphasis has been on the week after for obvious reasons. Um I'd oh, the big thing for this one though is Britt Baker hometown. Yeah, 
So that's the that's the draw for this one, right? They're yeah, Br- Brits arguably Park. their biggest star right now. Yeah, so I mean, maybe there. there's going to be. It, it seems like yeah, it, this whole week is about Brit. Maybe there's going to be a new challenger for the title. <coughs> uh, somebody maybe we've not seen in a while. Or somebody coming back or somebody new. Do you know if the show's going to be a little more like adult or anything? It's like a Friday night show, or is it still just going to uh, be? It's on at the same time. Same show. So I, I don't imagine it's uh, it's any different to what they've got just now. I don't think it needs to be. It can be exactly the same. But uh, Yeah, that's because based on the brutality of how one of their shows ended, I was wondering how, you know, they're very tied in with the executives, obviously, at their corp- at TNT. Yeah. But I was wondering how TNT slash TBS would have you know, how they felt about that show ending that way. And is it something they'd rather have on a Friday night show? I don't know. It's just something mm. that I thought of. It's just completely off the top of my head. I mean, in terms of, yeah, the content, they'll have to make a decision on. Just because that match was so brutal. Yeah. The pizza cutter yeah. and everything. It, you know, yeah. I thought that was like. Is it going to, is, is that, I, I loved a, is it, that a Wednesday was, night thing or is that a Friday night thing? Yeah, is that a Wednesday night I'm TBS? Not, yeah. I don't know. I'm Maybe not, yeah. apparently it is, which is great, but. <laughs> I was yeah. just, you know, picking up the tube and he's like going to cast stab him with the... Exactly. I don't know! I don't know. Is it any different than Drew McIntyre stabbing you with a flimsy... Not a flimsy, but a fucking... <laughs> I don't know! ...dull-ass sword? Yeah, well, I guess we'll see. We will see. Um, like I say, I'm more excited for the Friday after. Hopefully we're going to get uh, some of our questions answered on whether or not certain people are turning up in AEW. But... um. Yeah, it's it's very exciting times if you're an AEW mark like myself. Any other news? So what else is going on in the wrestling world you guys want to talk about? Before we dive into one good, one pish. Dude. <laughs> Aside from Jason playing with the buttons. That's always No good. more news. Dive in. Let's dive in, baby. Let's dive in. Let's dive in. Let's dive in. Do-do-do. Do-do-do. Jason, give us the music. Oh, wait, you haven't made a rap for us yet, or a song of any kind. So, one good. I'll take it. We're going to steal someone else's. This Let's go. It. Every time we play it. One Tony good, <laughs> one pish. <laughs> one good, one pish. <laughs> Let's do it. Set it up. Let's go. They'll give us the right. Yeah, I was going to say, I think if we play that much of it, we actually need to pay somebody, right? Yeah. Ah, hell. Why can't we all just share? Yeah. Why can't we be pish? Yeah, I'm sure that's what the film executives say as well. Um, (laughs) It's all yours. Jason. What? Which order do you want to go in, Jordan? You're about to say something? Do we want to go in uh, chronologically? I also didn't uh, capture much about our product last night. So, I would love to hear a little bit about Raw. Woo! Let's go! If we can dive into that and hear what beautiful, expertly crafted content that we had in the world of WWE Raw. I imagine Messi did not turn up. There's no one better to bring you through the bullshit that was Monday Night Raw other than me. The superstar Ginger Heat. Let's go. That. I watched Raw, so you don't have to, right? That's going to be the, the show when I actually do it. But <laughs> let's go dive into it right now. Will my good be sad, Corbin? No, it will not be sad, Corbin. Will it be 
Alexa Bliss versus Dewdrop. No, I don't think it'll be that one. Will hmm. it be the Miz and Morrison and Miz standing up and, and what was it? Sheamus versus Ricochet. No, no, I don't think it'll be that. Will it be Retribution versus Ali? They no, did pretty I good. Don't think it'll be that. Honestly, <laughs> it was okay did. though. It's actually one of the one of the better matches of the night. Uh, I'm interesting. I'm really interested to see where they go with these because you have two tag teams that no one's cared about for a long time, and it seems like one of them was just thrown together, but it's working. And I actually am okay with Retribution being around, and I'm okay with them winning matches, and I'm okay with T Bar and Mace getting some promo work, but they need some. They need a rebrand. They need a rebrand. They need they need wins. Yeah, can we not just call them? They need W's. Can we not just have Dominic Dijakovic and the other guy back? Why do we need to call them T Bar and Mace? Yeah, like yeah. they're not retribution. It's, asso- it's associated with failure. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> it's the grime stench on it of failure, yeah. and they they look like or make them a comedy act, but that's what they did with the Ascension, I guess, right? And then they just got rid of them. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know. What would you do with them? I would get rid of the face paint. It's not working. They look kind of like w- w- I don't. What's their other names? Dominic Dijakovic and okay, the other one. The other guy was never on TV, so I don't know. I don't know. Dominic. Dominic kind of looks like a clown. I find a little bit. It doesn't work. Whatever. He's Dom- like Dominic. A, what's you said? Dominic, didn't you? Yeah, Do- Dominic oh. Dijakovic. Brennan yeah. Williams. He's a former uh, American, American football, football player. player. Yeah. Who's mm. Brandon Williams? Brandon Williams is Mace. Yeah, I'm talking about the other guy. I think. T-Bar. Yeah, T-Bar. T-Bar. Was known as Dominic Dijakovic. Yeah, he looks... He, I don't like the way he looks. Like, it doesn't... It's not working with the face paint and everything. It, it's not intimidating. It doesn't make sense. You were part of the worst faction of all time. You got to disassociate yourself from them as much as possible. So get rid of your loser... Names that they gave you, right? Be like, we're taking a new name. Screw these names, loser names. They, and they should beat down uh, Mustafa Ali again because they kind of had, they kind of mentioned it a little bit. They're like, oh, they used to be associates. Yeah, yeah, that's one way to put it. Associates. Like, why, why aren't they playing on it? Why is it not part of the storyline? Why does it have to be like? I thought they wanted people to forget about retribution, but then he said something. And they said a funny joke too. They said something. uh even during the match, Brandon Williams said something funny, too. Like, I can tell that they're both great wrestlers, <clears throat> the Retribution guys. Great look. Yeah. Big. Obviously, they need to change the gimmick. But also, I can tell the banter that T-Bar does online and then the banter Mace does in the ring. Like, these guys are witty and they're funny. Yeah. And I think they, you're 100% right. They need to just get rid of that, redo it. Because look at Mansoor and Ali. Whatever they were doing wasn't working. You throw them together... And there's this interesting dynamic, and there's a good gimmick, and they're both very entertaining wrestlers. Mansoor and Ali good. are like the Mysterios, if you really think about it. Because yeah. even Mustafa Ali himself said, uh, Mustafa said, like, just watch me out there. I'm going to show you how it's done. It's exactly what Rey Mysterio said to his son on SmackDown. The and same. then and then they reversed it. Like, they're kind of doing the father-son, in this case, it's just like a ment- an older mentor Kind of the same thing, but it's working. That's I like they're both good wrestlers. Yeah. I'm, I'm so into basically, it. Basically, you know, if we're trying to make similarities between the two shows, you've also got two legends facing off against their champs just now. Oh, That's funny. funny that. It, like tag teams. The the best thing on the show is tag team stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Where's Sad Corbin? He's now changing both shows. Yeah. So, 
make him do it another three times. I, I, but I thought he had no money. How is he traveling hundreds of miles across the country? Jinder Mahal paid this time, and before mm-hmm. he said he took the bus. The bus is expensive, man. Like, <laughs> no, he took the city bus all the way to different cities. Yeah, he stole the bus. I think yeah. you're gonna have to because I think this bus stops at some point outside the city. Stinky freak. Not for Corbin if he can convince them or beat him up or yes. Yeah, Just like hit that. him but anyway. Hit him, he hit the driver with a deep six and stole the bus. <laughs> deep, deep six on the bus. Must have uh, <laughs> dirty stained shirt. Must have just hit him right in his <clears throat> Corbin penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cor- Corbin. Uh, he's so good. They got him going on both shows, but he's not getting <laughs> but paid. He's not getting paid. Yeah, apparently. Oh, so Travels good. hundreds of miles across the country to the other show and apparently doesn't get any money for doing it. He just he just did it because he thought he might get paid. Ah, come on. So good. Uh, it's just pish. Yeah. Bobby Lashley, uh, he had an okay promo. You know, it's just good they showed up, but oh. it, wasn't, it didn't really push the story much forward. His promo was pretty good. Same. But then when he said, when he tried to like flip Goldberg's catchphrase and say like, normally it's who's next. Uh, and then what do you say? Now it's you're done yeah. or something. I mean, that's just so bad. Like that because was it's supposed really to tie bad. in with he's ending his career, but it's yeah. yeah but the he just thing. took such a long pause. It's like now it's you're done. Yeah, like, why, why? When they edit you're that done. in like the super promo, they'll cut that out. They'll spatial you're done. You're I'm like you know like, you're done. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. They, so they've it, done it, the did, same it, with him it didn't do anything like, for me. I'm sure he barked. The storyline's not good though. Anyway. Like Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley, I don't care. I just want to see Bobby Lashley beat the shit out of him and put another fucking notch yeah. in his bedpost. Well, I'll tell you what, by the way. <laughs> the, photo <Yeah>. of, uh, <laughs> the photo of his kid Fuck. a few years ago and then his kid now. Flipping neck, what's he been up to? <laughs> it was two years. <laughs> two, was years. Like two, two years ago or something. <laughs> it's his stunt the, double. The kid maybe. comes out, oh yeah, this is my son. Like, he's nine foot tall and he's got a full beard. What's going on there, like? You know, your dad's a well, professional footballer. Yeah, growth hormones You're is this kid athletic, be uh, You'll be guided along to success, I'm sure. And there's no way that kid would pass COVID. wellness, WWE wellness stuff. <laughs> like, no way. Don't know what he's on, but I'm not having it. But anyway, Brad. So the last, uh, the last few things that happened: Nikki versus Rhea, and of course Charlotte interferes. We all knew this was coming. Honestly, so. I, it did. Uh, it seems so obvious, but I I was kind of into the match. Like I was really focusing it, on the that's match. That's the problem. I but it was so actually, it, it, it was good. Those two, I for, you know, I actually said like, oh shit, come on. Like so, I actually wasn't expecting it. It actually okay. for a second I was out of it, good. but then when it happened, I'm like, ah, oh. <laughs> pulled back. So, in. You know, her with the with the, the bandages, double bandages, Rhea. I was surprised that uh, Nikki was getting so much offense in on Rhea. Like she was, I felt like she could have won that match if it was a full match, even with the injuries, which is. A little crazy because, you know, in the recent past, Rhea <laughs> would have dominated Nikki. Mm. I know they had a match. It's like they had a match where she had to just last three minutes, and now she's having like title matches with them that are going like thirty minutes. Yeah, maybe she really is a superhero. Maybe that's what's gonna, we're gonna find out at SummerSlam. <laughs> it's like I actually am, and she shoots laser beams at them. <laughs> <and she> flies. <laughs> Flies around. <laughs> Bad boys and just murders everyone in the stadium. <laughs> I've just been holding back. Punches her once and pins her right away. <laughs> and That'd be sick. Possible. See, that, do that. That would be crazy. Do that. And then she'll have to fight Alexa in the super haunted bowl. Alexa has the kryptonite. The super haunted <laughs> <Yeah>. bowl. <laughs> Ooh. 
Anyway, speaking of haunted, Elias burned his guitar. Uh, he's no longer guitar Elias. He Long time coming. Else. But we don't know. Uh, what. He says it still stands for Walk with Elias, but I am becoming a butterfly. So he's going to be the fiend now. So he's still start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It still stands fake for fiend, Walk like with Elias. Fake razor. Yeah. So what fake, is he like? Fake uh, razor, fake fiend. <laughs> <laughs> What is he, just like a hellwalker? He's a lot better shape, though. It's the opposite. Yeah. It, instead fake of razor. he's going to come out, he's fucking Elias body jacked. And he, he just wears fake no razor, shirt, fake razors, just, uh, just the mask. Just no shirt, just the mask. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Fake go. razor was so good. He looked like someone you'd paid 50 bucks to dress up as Razor Ramon and do it like a kid's party. Do you remember when you buy like a costume for like a character or a wrestler or something and it's got a photo of yeah. what you might look like on the front? That was what fake razor yeah. looked like. <laughs> the Halloween costume. Like the photo of what at you least, might look at like. At least fake diesel. At least the fake diesel was Buzz Lightyear, the other costumes playing Razor. <laughs> same pose. Yeah. Fake Razor. Fake razor jobber rat. Anyway, (laughs) there's all this other stuff that happened, but uh, my my good of the week is going to go to Randy Orton. Randy. 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 My boy Randy and Mr. RKO himself was back on Monday Night Raw. And obviously that makes for a huge pop. There was lots of crowd interaction. He's a master of it, of course. And... RK Bro is so over. And then they have a match at the end. Obviously, something we've all wanted AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Randy. But there is, of course, schmozzery to be had. Omos there. And Riddle comes back out. The crowd is all happy that he came out. (laughs) They have a hug in the middle. Everybody pops. And then, of course, Randy Orton ain't going to hug Mr. RK Bro for too long. He plants his face into the ground. But I feel like. Riddle may forgive him because they are Dude. still going after AJ Nomos. Do you know what happened when the cameras went off? No, I don't. John Cena came out and they had a three-way hug. Group hug. No, he didn't. Yeah. No Did way. He RKO them both? Nope. Is it like the curtain call where it's like they all No, no, this was <laughs> on purpose. I guess he's coming out after shows like as much as possible. Both out. shows. Wow. Yeah. They all hugged. It's like feel good moments off off camera. So, so he just he Uh-oh. just rocked up and was like, "Hey, I know we're off here, but I'm gonna hug you, boys." Wow. Okay. What happened? Well, yeah. it looks like we've uh, uh, we've lost Brad. Um, is he still there? <laughs> or one job or yeah, down? Retribution managed to get Brad. It says he's still in it here. Says he's still there oh, in the abyss. Me- I speak the truth. Before I was so rudely interrupted. Corbin penis. Corbin penis talking about. <laughs> Of course, RK Bro and everything that went down on Monday Night Raw. And it is my good of the week. I actually enjoyed it. It was the most entertaining thing. Was it perfect? No. Was the match perfect? No. But we're talking about Monday Night Raw. So that's my good of the week. That's fair. That's fair. Now let's quickly get into my pish so we can move on to some other show that was better. It's going to continue to be Carrion Cross. Now, I know Karrion Cross got a victory this week over Jeff Hardy in convincing fashion, but everything around him is not working. I don't know why they're bringing up this version of Karrion Cross. I don't know what they're doing. You know, I was marking out for him before, mm. and now we're just getting this horrible, horrible iteration of Karrion Cross 
sans Scarlet. Now, like we said, maybe she's signing her paperwork. <laughs> but still, Jeff Hardy doesn't look good. Karrion Cross doesn't look good. So what are we doing here? It's weird because when we talk about NXT as, the, as a developmental brand, I guess if you look for a sport comparison, it is a minor league but unlike in real sport where a guy comes up from the minor league and most often they have to pay their dues maybe with limited time maybe they have to work their way up they don't have the fanfare necessarily uh right off the bat they have to earn it not the not the same i find for someone coming in from nxt who has all of that momentum all of that hype it, it, i, I don't buy the, the argument that exactly i don't buy the argument that carrying cross has to start from the bottom once again no not when you built him up to be unbeatable. Like is the argument to that well, he's beating Jeff Hardy, right? But to me, the way that it's happening, and Jeff Hardy hasn't been in anything for so long, so it's yeah. just like the is it he's just not the fact that like he beat Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy? He's beaten twenty twenty one Jeff Hardy, who is I mean, you know, yeah, he's he's also had four matches on Raw, right? And I I, I don't understand the order of them. He's had four matches on Raw. He lost the first one to Jeff Hardy. And he went, oh, Jeff will regret winning. And then he came back the next week, beat Keith Lee. Cool, that's good. Then he came back the next week, got beat by Keith Lee, and now he's gone back to this thing with Jeff Hardy. In and week Keith four. Lee is gone. <laughs> so we don't get, we don't get to see him again. What, what happened there? Like, they've also released as of I think yesterday a new uh, shirt for Carrying Cross. He was wearing it, right? Yes. It's just his name. So it's just this one here. I'll just show the boys this. So it just says, Faith for the Fallen, Cross Cult. I think uh, it I should just say, Where's Scarlet? <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just <laughs> I just don't really understand. Here we have a milk carton with what? Scarlet's face on it. That's a good sign. Yeah, if I'd we buy were going that. to a show, we should have that sign. Um, I just don't get. You, I think uh, Waxman knows him pretty good from NXT. I've seen some of his matches, and I like like you know his whole character he had down there. But I didn't see all his promos. Like, were his promos super corny? Like holding an hourglass to his face and being like, "You're gonna fall and pray." Uh, was it? Was it no, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. It wasn't, it wasn't anything like that. No, because he's. Um, I don't know why that tickled me so much. I, here's what I'll say. He, he, was, <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was. I'd say above average on the mic. Yeah, from what I saw. He wasn't yeah. naturally comfortable like an Adam Cole or like obviously Mr. Regal would be, but he wasn't totally awkward like Kyle O'Reilly was or is. Roderick Strong is. Sasha like Banks. some of the other. <laughs> NXT top people, yeah, exactly. Banks. He was he was fine uh, on the mic. He was never anything, and you know, it wasn't overly like you're gonna fall and pray. He he would say like TikTok every now and then. That's fine, but but like, he's holding he, an hourglass. Where did he get this hourglass? Does he bring it with him? Is it one he found? He's had in the, the hourglass before. He holds it, but it's like mm. it's. Th I think the shot is a lot different, right? It's on NXT. He's it's like darker, smaller room. Yeah, it's more. It's not just him standing there who, in a closet, like, really well lit, yeah. so you can see him really well yeah in a closet it's a like a different kind of room dark and scarlet's in the background mm, which, yeah. and so there, there's this cr there's a lot going on there right and so you know that he's obsessed with this hourglass and she's dictating things and she's directing traffic and stuff 
Yeah. It, it changes the whole dynamic. I mean, Has this music changed also? It's, since it's I don't come think up? it's the full entrance. No, it's the same, but it's okay, just yeah. half of it, okay. basically. It's not the same. It's not the same Which spectacle. Problem, like pretty much, fair. he relied on a lot of spectacle. Like he was also like wax it above average on the mic, maybe above average in the ring, or at least you know doing better every match. Yeah. And I, it, spectacles everything, like you said. Yeah. I mean, and then I they, they took away the two, all but... his spectacle. They took away yeah. Scarlet. They took away the lights. They took away the the whole entrance. They took away his undefeated streak right away. So the, all the spectacle is gone. So like that's it. Take away take away the Undertaker's entrance. Take away Kane's entrance and they just wide. walk down. Yeah, like no no Kane, basic... no none of this pyro with the posts. Even you know Jericho right now in AEW, the mystique that his entrance gives him right now when the music cuts off, the entire stadium sings it and he's just there drinking it in, man. <laughs> it's just like it gives him extra mystique it gives him this power that he didn't have before when he was still up and coming in AEW even as the crowd started to sing it now it's just so over you know that it gives him another level and and you're you guys are so right saying entrance is so important look at Keith Lee when he first came up one of the first things everybody went went huh right away dead See, Alexa has her own special haunted music. I don't know if you guys have heard that before. Alexa Bliss? Yeah, it's actually pretty good, though, like her song. There's, like, some talking in it. It's The whole entrance and stuff is, is actually pretty good, I think. And uh, as much it's, as... I mean, it, it's fine, but I'll be excited when she drops this pish and, you know, she goes away for a bit, and then I just hear... As all good psychologists say, live in the moment, Jordan. Enjoy what you're getting from her right now. Don't, you know, earn for her the nostalgic bliss that we used to get. Sure, we all want burn it down, Seth Rollins to come out and go crazy and start killing people. But <laughs> no, no, I, I like Seth Rollins. Right he's, he's good he's, now. I do, but I, yeah. that iteration of him is obviously would be amazing. That being said, yeah. that was Monday Night Raw. Thank you so much for listening that, to me ramble on for all that time and uh, cut out on you. Rambler. Else. Rambler. Let's move on. Rambler. Are we going to go with SmackDown now? We're sticking with the WWE Universe that you guys didn't uh, tune into too much. Jason, give us the rundown. Here is the rundown from SmackDown. <laughs> um, so they opened the show with none other than the boss herself. It's boss time right off the bat. And... I'm kind of confused about this start because I didn't like it much. I don't think it was horrible. It wasn't the worst that they've ever done. It was serviceable. It was okay, but I didn't like it, and it could be so much better in my opinion. But then I go on Twitter, and I see, you know, Sasha Banks' opening promo. A lot of people were like, it was the best. She's the greatest, da, 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 da. And, you know, and they're, like, saying, like, she's so improved as a talker, and people said she couldn't talk, and now look at this. And I was just really confused because it wasn't, like, if you want to say it wasn't bad, fine, but like it wasn't anything to be like to point to and be like, look at her now on the mic, it's so good. So are they talking about the delivery was good and just the content was crap because the writing is is just pish. I mean, but was her delivery okay? No, no, like I guess was. I mean, if you okay, but it still wasn't good. The, I mean, it still wasn't great. Yeah, but it, it was good. But it, it wasn't great. But if you if you post a bag of shit through somebody's letterbox. You can do that as elegantly as you like, but at the end of the day, somebody's still coming to the front door to go, oh, look, I guess there's a bag of shit. Like one one thing I noticed that I don't really like that she does, I guess, on the mic is um, 
she she really emphasizes every word like Bianca, I'm back now and I'm gonna get payback on you. Like I don't know, like she's just really yeah. like and you know what else? Well the head's going like that. Like I don't know, it's just it sounds so fake, like not how someone would talk. Like I know some promos you're supposed to project and stuff, but it's just I don't know. I'm just not digging it. I think she could do better. I don't know. I mean, you're you're one of the greatest of all time in the ring. Your look, the the music, the whole spectacle of it. I just don't believe the delivery. But to be fair, yeah, it's mostly the writing. I need a hotter storyline. Give me someone. It's mostly to the bark writing at her. It's mostly give me like Bailey when she comes. Like back. The takeaway the takeaway line was talk. like, "I came back to make Bianca pay." That was it. I came back to make Bianca pay. That's not enough. Pay I don't know. More. Pick I don't know. Do, jo- it's just it's just too generic. It's, it's nothing. Her. And and by now there should be heat because there's history. Like she's she stole my spotlight. She's you know. No, it's blah, just blah, blah, textbook she, stuff. It's, it's, it's just like nothing good there. And uh, you know, but you, Bianca comes out and it's an okay exchange. And then Zelina comes out and she's she's I I think she's doing pretty well on the mic. But but they don't give her anything that makes any sense. She comes out super tough, and then she's like, "Look at me when I'm talking to you." Then she gets on the the apron. And Bianca tells her, tells her, like, if you get, I'm gonna kick your ass if you get in here. And she's like, fine, then I'll just stand here. It's like, well, then you lost all your heat. <laughs> fine, then I won't get in the ring if yeah. you're gonna kick my ass. She lo- like, if you get in this <laughs> ring, I'm gonna kick the shit out of you. Because she's not fine. She's I'll not booked right like here a chicken. And challenge shit. you to a match where I'll beat you later. Well, why are you? Af- you're gonna have a match with her, but you can't even step in the ring with her because you're terrified. Yeah. What is this? You're gonna kick my ass. And um, no. And <laughs> you're gonna well, kick, kick no my own ass. ass. <laughs> and Sasha was just going. I won't let you. Sasha Bumps was just saying, uh, I'm one of the greatest. I'm a, I'm a goat. I can do what I want, come when I want, do what I want, you know. And then she was getting, like, cut mm-hmm. off by Bianca. Oh, yeah, you might be right about that. So if you want the title, it's on. It's just like you, like you have history, and she's double-crossed you and beaten you up. You should be angry, and there should be, like, shouldn't there be more here? Am I wrong? Like, two, they're, they're two of the best talents they have. Like, there should be some more fire and des- like desire. The, the whole goal of all of this, right, is you're bringing back Sasha. We need to make her look good. Cool. Zelina's back. Need to make her look good. Uh, Bianca, we need to give her more. She needs to look better. She's still just like, you know, chugging along here. Let's give it some more, some more meat to chew on. So there's so many different ways you can go with that storyline of why does Sasha Banks deserve a shot, right? So Zelina is technically next in line or whatever. You build that up. They start fighting. Sasha's interfering. Like there's so many even classic ways that we don't even love are better than this, where it's just like they, they, they make the matches, obviously, right? It Wasn't there something that, too? Bianca said, I'm making this match. I, I, cha- I accept the challenge, and Pierce is like, well, I have to officiate it or I have to make it official. No, no, no. She, um, she said that there, she's going to fight Sasha at SummerSlam. Then Zelina's like, you promised me a match. And she's like, okay, well, then I'll fight you tonight. <laughs> and, then, and then Zelina... There's a, a little segment with Zelina and Adam Pierce and Sonia Deville, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna have my match tonight for the title." And Adam's like, "What do you mean it's for the title? Well, you, I make the matches around here. It's just a contenders match." And it's like, "Well, did you make that SummerSlam match? Because they just made that SummerSlam match." Exactly. You contradict <laughs> it, yourself in the same promo. It's just they're just like idiot robots. Like that's how they're written, and I can't stand them anymore. Zelina, can you not even write not them Zelina. a little better than that? Yeah, like you're, this is a TV show where you're allowed to make them say whatever you want. <coughs> and they, ju- I say it all the time, right? Yeah, you're allowed to do whatever you want. Maybe not. You literally are allowed to hand them a script, and apparently they have to memorize it now and and read it verbatim. 
But anyways, like they do. And li- a lot listen. of them obviously get so obsessed with memorizing that they don't put any emotion into it. They don't know why they're saying the things they're saying. They just say them verbatim. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I make the matches around here. And she, he, and then when she, <laughs> she oh, leaves, it's booking. when it's she leaves, Adam Pierce like gives her a look like, who does she think she is? As if this is weird that people make their own matches. It's never happened before. I can't believe <laughs> the audacity. I have every week. Uh, Fuck. So, every anyways, single week. And some guy just signed his own name over yeah. someone else's name on a contract. <laughs> I guess John Cena oh, makes the matches the match. if he signs his name. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a hater. If everyone thinks if – if everyone was like, yo, you're wrong about Sasha – I would be like, okay, maybe I'll, I'll look at it differently. Or maybe I'm, maybe a lot of people agree with me. She's just not that believable on the mic. Everywhere else, she's flawless, and maybe one day she'll, you know, she'll continue to get better. I think she has gotten better, but yeah. it's kind of slowed down a bit. I don't know. Anyways, uh, then we move on to Dominic versus Jey Uso. Don't have much to say about this. It was kind of sloppy. Dominic still has a way to go in the ring and on the mic. Obviously, there's nothing yet but he's still very young and disappoint 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 after last week's match yeah because uh it just shows how much we appreciate we should appreciate Rey mysterio like it's crazy has a match wasn't very good okay i'm going to show you how it's done have another go yeah. still suck but now what do we do something happened like Rey mysterio helped singles him matches until they have a tag match there's a mini schmoz like outside the ring Rey mysterio helped yeah. him and he just like looks at him too long and okay that that was Anyways, not much to Whatever. say about that. Don't really care. Nakamura versus Apollo Crews. Another stupid contenders match. A stupid contender match, yeah. Um, it, was, it was okay, <laughs> but I don't, like, I don't like contenders matches. Whatever. Then Paul- To be the man, you got to beat the man, and then you got to beat him again. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's the rule now. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I don't get it. Yes. And Rick, Rick Booz, I know you guys like Rick Booz, and he's cool and everything, but like, what do they, like, where does he go from here? Does he keep doing this? That's it? Yeah, I'm getting yeah, exactly. bored of it. Well, that was, that was the problem, right? We thought it was leading to a tag team or it was leading to something. Or Some sort like of in-ring action. You got to, you know, right? That's it. Like, Otherwise, you end up burning your guitar mu- a couple years later. Don't they always do this? They're like, okay, Shinsuke's feuding with someone, so we're going to make them fight Boogs instead 50 Boogs. times. We, we haven't even gotten one match. Very surprising. This the, point, the, the thing that annoys point. me about him just now is, particularly this week, he starts ripping it up on the guitar with this mad little solo at the end and I was like oh nice like he's showing some of his talent I'm like this is a bit different and then just as he's like they start playing Nakamura's tune over it and he has to adjust quickly to start playing the Mm. song and it makes him look like an idiot and I'm like that's not fair like you you have this guy who is I mean most guitarists that you see because there's always a guitarist guy somewhere in WWE, you know, whether it be Jeff Jarrett or Elias or whatever. There's always someone. And Rick Boogs is the first one that I'm like, whoa, look at him, tear it up, <laughs> yeah. you know? And you've made him look like an absolute dumbass because <laughs> you've just played somebody else's music over what he was doing. And he's went, oh, sorry. Rubbish. Yeah. Time to move Boogs. on from that WWE, please. I want to see Boogs doing his own thing. Maybe he can fight Elias now in the battle for guitar super. Or why didn't they just he do just that? He just burned his guitar and loser, then he's going to battle. <laughs> loser loses their guitar. Because yeah, he, 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 already, he already burned before. it. Like, loser's never allowed brands. to play the guitar again. And Boogs beats him. Boogs. Burns his guitar and in his Eli- face. Elias takes up the El- ukulele. Elias is, uh, <laughs> Elias is on Raw. They can't. 
they don't they, they're, they're not going to use two they're of their, they're they're not four, but they're not going to use two of their four in one night that seems like a waste well, technically then they say. could do you could do one goes to one show and one goes to the other so that's eight in uh, total and they'll they say do, oh right? well that counts as a trade so you can do as many of those as you want <laughs> uh, yeah. this is a special promo exception it's completely fine as long as somebody gets the corbin penis Carbon beans. That's the most important thing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, my good, I think it's very simple. He's just going to go to Paul Heyman because he's the only guy that has any sense, it seems. He's still upset about this contract signing predicament. Uh, that is a promo, everybody. Take he says, hey, uh, <laughs> if Tom Brady had a new contract coming up and I ran in and signed it, do I get yeah. the $25 million? No. Yeah, thank you. That's the reality. <laughs> thank you. What do you call them? The Suckaneers or something? The Cuckaneers? Cuckaneers? Yeah. Tampa Bay. Cuckaneers. Yeah. I don't think they said Cuckaneers. Cuckaneers. <laughs> yeah, because um, Finn Balor got cucked out of his contract. That's Ooh. true. Interesting. Um, Cuck Balor. But yeah, just and then uh, a little quick interruption from Big e, Big E. <laughs> Didn't even have to say a word, yet he said a million yeah. words more than anyone that actually said yeah. words because he's that good. Facial yeah. expressions, everything. Big E is... Fantastic. And that whole thing is my good. Biggie is the money. Big money. And then we had uh, Shotzi and Knox come out Shotzi in their tank. And, wow. and one of them, right. I think it was Shotzi, fought Tamina. I'm not sure Tamina which one's not. which. <laughs> no, no. It was no, Knox that fought Tamina. Yeah. <laughs> no one Mina <laughs> than <laughs> Tamina. So I guess Nobody's they're going to continue to wrestle solo and no one will get tag team title opportunity. Maybe that's for the better just for a while. Um, but the weird thing about Shotzi. Like when they shot the, shot the tank? Shotzi? Shot the bullet. Oh, yeah. The bullet was not even close. That's crazy. I don't think it needed to be. It would have been. It, it would have been nice if it didn't just luckily shoot. Luckily, it was on the right side. It's. Sh- it would have been it's better. Like hundred feet from your head, and you're like, oh. So lucky it it went in front of her face because I think it actually startled her and it made that work. Because mm. yeah, if you miss by that much, you to me you're banking on Tamina reacting. I'm not sure. Let's just say like, that. what do you? What does it even matter? Because <laughs> uh, I was gonna say like Shotzi and Knox beat the tag team champions twice already, and now they beat. <laughs> Tamina in a one-on-one, like what's going on here? Well, it wasn't a contender match, so, you, so and they're schmoz. It doesn't matter if it's schmoz. Uh, they no, uh, so they have two count. wins over the champs, and and no one even barely knows who they are. Like it, like the main roster. I'm saying only since they've come to the main roster, obviously. No, 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 no. But it it, it doesn't matter if you're talking about NXT either because they weren't a tag team. Okay, they so yeah, either. So, so I don't <laughs> so know much about Shotsu them. Shotzi was in a tag team with somebody else. Not, not just redid up. her gear to oh, try to be more like Shotzi, like in line with it, because she was nothing like her, had nothing to do with her. Now they throw them together without a name. Characters. They didn't yeah. even like the first time they debuted. They should have had similar gear. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I, they didn't yeah. And then I was gonna. We already talked about Zelina's promo with Adam and Sonia. All I wrote down was they fucking suck. They make no sense, and every week they just act like <laughs> dumb robots. They fucking suck. <laughs> well, whatever they're told yes. to read sucks. I'm sure they could do better. Anyways, um, then Edge and Seth had an exchange of words via satellite. It was fantastic. I'm very looking forward to this Perfect, confrontation yeah. of two of the greatest of all time. Um, both at the top of their game, even though Edge is obviously not in his prime physically. He is 
still destroying it. And um, Edge is what fifty? I think he's close. I don't think he's fifty yet. I think he's forty-seven, yeah, maybe. Far off. Where's this rank on the iterations of Edge? It's. I don't know. He's forty-seven. I mean, the rated R superstar is number one always for me, obviously. But um, I thought Brood was number one. <laughs> Brood Edge was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's <was> okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they had a good promo. Rated They're hyping R. it up every week. I'm, rated I mean, it's going to be an amazing match. Yeah. Oh, I think I, my favorite is Vikings Edge. He's on the show Vikings, and he's pretty crazy in that show. Oh, yeah. Um, then what happened? Finn. Oh, yeah, then Finn. So we get to hear from Finn. What happened, Finn? You got cucked last week. They stole your opportunity. No one seemed to care. How do you feel? He's mad at Baron Corbin. Of all people, he's the most <laughs> mad at Baron Corbin. It's all Corbin's fault that the company just all said. All Corbin's fault. Yeah, but whatever. Because I like a fired-up Finn who's on a war path. <laughs> I, I will enjoy that. He mentioned John Cena. Maybe he's going to go after John Cena before. Like, who knows? You know. I think if, he didn't if, he say that he's going after him first and then John Cena next. Yeah, I think so. Wouldn't it I'll be, deal with you later. Wouldn't it be in line for Bad Luck Baron? To have a match against the demon. <laughs> this that is the match yeah, the demon yeah. returns for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I need a win. I need a win. Oh, my uh, God. The demon comes out. Yeah. You're fucked. <laughs> Eat shit. Yeah. <laughs> bad luck, Baron. Bad news, Barrett, and bad luck, Baron. Yeah, if you win this match. Bad news, Baron. Team him up yeah. with him. Win the match, and, and you'll get a million pounds or dollars. Yeah. I don't know what they're dealing If it's but. Canadian, I'm not taking I'll take the pounds. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Extreme drinks. So, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just wish Finn would mention something about the contract ridiculousness of someone else signing it, yeah. and and say like, how could they, how could the people in charge let this happen? Like, just something instead of I'm only mad at Baron Corbin. Like, you know, just a little bit, but whatever. Um, then the Street Profits, they had a, a match with uh, Rudler, Ziggler, and Rudler, and uh, it was. <laughs> they actually have a tag team name. It, it was, it was good. But uh, nothing much to say here. I hope the Street Profits get a title match soon because they are amazing. Best tag team going, Street Profits. Um, And then... uh, Best? Yeah, I think they're the best. In in, in WWE, yes. I mean, I would say in the world. Better than New Day? You would be incorrect. Better than New Day? Right now, yeah. They're my favorite. Interesting. I'll put it up for debate. Who can? I mean, I, it's not like heads like crazy amounts above any of those. No, people. no, 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 no. Maybe no, just no, a no, pinch. It's, it's Maybe a great, just a pinch. That's why I love it because it's it's a great discussion, right? And I love that you said that because it's it's a great debate. No, I love that. They're great. That's all. They're money. I don't mean to they're be like money. You are wrong, and you're gonna lose this talking. No, we're just talking. Well, I can't. I can't it's debate. It's really. Let fun. me just say WWE. Who are the top four tag teams in the WWE right now? AJ and Omos, are, they're up there, but they're not no. like the most entertaining or whatever. RK Bro is pretty awesome, but we haven't gotten to see much of them, right? Main roster only. Yeah, let's just say main roster WWE Street okay. Profits are the best. Deal with Who it. Who would you say from NXT? I would say Champa and Thatcher for sure. I would say they just need a name. Grizzled young veterans. For they sure. should have that name. Kick those I two out. Give them that we're name. We're taking the name. <laughs> That's it. This is the best uh, name. <laughs> There's definitely Those two a Liverpool others. blokes or whatever they're from. They are from Liverpool. I love Grizzled Young Vets, by the way. They're awesome. Very good. <gasps> Very, we'll talk about them later. Um, Milk. Yeah, so then Zelina gets destroyed by Bianca. Very obvious. Um, Corbin versus Finn was fun. Not much else to say about it. 
Um, then Finn cuts a nice little promo afterwards, and Roman Reigns comes out. And, uh, you know, a little back and forth, che- little cheeky um, drop kick to Roman's back as he tries to get out of the ring. Gets back in the ring. It looks like Finn might have the best of the head of the table, but no, the bloodline comes in. Then he kind of fights off the bloodline, but then Roman comes back, and eventually the bloodline just takes over and destroys Finn. And then it's the Finn of the show. Finito, over with, goodbye. See you next week. See ya. What was your pish? Yeah, what was your pish? I gave my good, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, yeah. to be honest, yeah, I'm just going to give the pish to the opening segment. I thought it was weak. I think old, the only people that loved it are Marks for Sasha Banks, and that's fine because she's great. But, you know, to be yeah. objective, like it could have been so much better when you got these two going at it at SummerSlam after the history they've had, two of the best. Like, it's got to be better. Come on. Come on. Should be a dream match. Should be. Dream rematch. There's no story. Not enough story. Yeah. Generic story. Get my story. Sorry. Don't well, worry. There you go. Be waxy. And pesh from Raw. Don't and worry. Be Smackdown. waxy now. Ooh. Oh, Must me. Go. Which show? Which show are we going to next? Jason, you were last. Waxy. Pick somebody. NXT. NXT. Let's go. NXT. NXT. So, once again, I will use my same disclaimer, because we are recording on August 10th, and NXT is starting in 33 minutes. I will, of course, be speaking from NXT August 3rd. Um, I'll go through a couple quick hits of the night. Uh, Once again, we had a clash between Hit Row and and Legado del Fantasma, both very, very over with the crowd. Solid match. It was top dollar with Ashanti the Adonis versus Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wild. Um, big schmozzery, so I couldn't put this as my milky match of the night, but it was fun. The, the, the feud is building. We're definitely going to have a culmination at TakeOver, I suspect, and I'm looking forward to that. Two really, really good wrestlers. Uh, Ridge Holland was back in a bit of a squash match against Ikemen Jiro. Uh, not much to say about that, but Holland has firmly allied himself with Pete Dunne and Oni Lorcan. Ironically, Ridge Holland got injured by catching Oni Lorcan and his knee exploded. So I thought that was kind of ironic. <laughs> and now he's like, well, if he can't beat him, join him. They have my knee hostage. And so <laughs> they're, they're, I guess, going to be sort of the next big trio uh, a good angle to to play on in a few months' time when they're done with uh, that little trio. You can be like, sure. well, guess what? You injured me. I'm going to uh, injure you, you bald freak. Danny Birch uh, will come back eventually, and he's, mm. he's you know, number yeah. two. Tony Lurkin's number one. Uh, see, they have their own dark order. They have their numbers, too. Um, let's go to my pish, though, because it's a, it's a match that uh, ultimately doesn't matter anymore. And it's a feud that was off to a stumbling start, a stable that's been off to a stumbling start and got significantly weakened. It was Roderick Strong of Diamond Mine against Bobby Fish. The match was okay, um, but it just... This was already in the contender for Pish before, um, before the releases, and now it's just, in hindsight, it's even worse. Bobby Fish is gone. Tyler Rust is gone. So you don't really have a diamond mine anymore, as we were saying. You have a diamond plus a trainer and a manager. You may as well have 
a UFC fighter at this point. It's a guy with an entourage. It's not a stable. They, like... Okay, if you're gonna release Tyler Rust, release Tyler Rust. But maybe you need, maybe they're gonna recruit a second person. They can salvage it that way. They're still new enough that Tyler Rust isn't such an integral part of the of the stable that they can. It's just, I think Diamond Mine needed a couple more weeks to really run yeah. run the table a bit, right? Whenever you get a new stable, like Hit Row, it looks strong right away legatos look strong all these other stables that come in uh, when pat mcafee had his group they look strong undisputed era of course was always at the top of the game diamond mine comes out and they start losing immediately and now we'll have kushida against roderick strong i suspect roderick strong's going to win that match and become the cruiserweight champion because if he doesn't what does diamond mine do like where where are they gonna go why does anybody care about the stable I like Roderick Strong. I think he needed a manager, so I'm happy he has one. But it's just not not getting it done for me right now uh, in that regard. So they'll have to be my pish. They can be salvaged. It's not uh, too late for them. We want salvage. Ne- next couple weeks are really going to be make or break <laughs> for them. Will it be diamond or will it be quartz? I don't, oh. I don't know. Cubic zirconia. <laughs> Cubic zirconia. Pubic Blood diamonds. Pubic circle. <laughs> That's right. Straight from the Ars pubis. Um, we had. I don't know if anyone has anything to say about that pish. Huh? I don't uh, know. Disappointed. Disappoint. 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 You know, I sat down. I was like, all right. I've never really watched a, a lot of either of these two guys. I watched that match, and then he gets released. So yeah. all of it. I was just like, suck it, on it. Wow. Waste of time. Yeah. Waste Fuck. of time. It was what a fine match. It's just... what I was saying earlier. What is the point yeah. in airing that if you know that that's going to happen? Why? Yeah, why? And I, I get it. It's get all it. business and stuff, but you couldn't, like, Maybe they didn't know. Bobby Fish, you know, super seasoned professional. And this is not only the best you could do with him, but this is his goodbye. Is this pish-laden yeah. loss? Yeah, I mean, and the question still comes, why did Bobby Fish have an issue with Roderick Strong when Roderick Strong was not at all responsible for the dissolution of the Undisputed Era? None of it made sense anyway, but it's, you know, it is what it is. And the next couple weeks are going to be make or break for Diamond Mine. So we will see what comes tonight. They will be in action, so we'll find out. Um... One thing I really liked tonight, it comes close to being my good, but it was the tag team of Cameron Grimes and L.A. Knight against the grizzled young veterans. And this match had everything it needed. First of all, you get the grizzled young veterans a win, which uh, I think was super important for them. They'd kind of been off TV for a little while. They're still a very legitimate tag team. And you make Grimes lose... But he doesn't look bad because, of course, L.A. Knight walks out on him midway through. And Grimes, yeah, he had some good moments. He did a Spanish fly a little close to landing on his neck, though. I will say this time he came a bit close close. to it. And so I kind of cringed quite outwardly. But he landed it. And, of course, the Grizzled Young Vets, a team as in sync as those two, they weren't going to lose to even... uh, even a, a super face like Cameron Grimes is right now. And, of course, he had Ted come out at the end. 
So uh, this this feud is going to heat up, I think. Not the one between the Vets and Grimes, but Grimes and LA Knight. Of course, the Million Dollar Championship will be up for grabs soon, I suspect. Um, We had the NXT Breakout Star Tournament. It was okay. Um, Trey Baxter moves on to the second round. I like Baxter, though. I just wish he had... If you're going to show up to this tournament, like you can't have something, some sort of gimmick that lets me understand more about you, other than the fact that you really want to win and stuff. Like <laughs> he yeah. really wants I mean, to win. Joe, Trey like, Baxter. They brought in Joe I Gacy was his opponent. At least Joe Gacy had something. Like I don't yeah. expect these these uh, gimmicks, these young, well, not necessarily young, but up and coming entities to have fully fleshed out, developed characters that comes with in ring time it comes with tv time but yeah just like oh i want to win because i believe in myself and it's i have lots but of I like rocky my like there's something about him something about he's, i don't know what it is maybe it's because he's, he's young. slightly ginger but uh, he's, he's got something oh yeah no nothing against the guy nothing against the guy just uh, a little generic but he's young yeah, that's what i'm saying I is it my yeah my my feedback it, to him would be yes you know give me give me a little give me a little more you're, you're in this the, the tournament of your life here you know yes. blow me away you did with the wrestling now, I don't care what it is. Give me something with that character. Yes, exactly. Uh, one more thing before I get into what was my good of the week. It was my milky match of the week. It was the main event. It was Dexter Loomis against Johnny Gargano in the love her or lose her match. And yes, we expected, and those of you who watched my video on YouTube, you will see or, or already know what I'm about to say. Yeah, there was some schmoz. But we kind of expected there to be schmas in this match. And I think for me, at least, it lightened the blow. The wrestling that we did get from both Gargano and uh, Dexter was very good. And I think the schmas was about as minimal as you can expect a match like this to have. Like, we knew, again, we knew something was going to happen. You know, as soon as Indy and Candice were there, we knew it was going to happen. But I definitely thought it was going to be some weird haunted shit to end the night. And <laughs> it wasn't. So I was pleasantly surprised. We got to see Dexter in the ring. Johnny's been turning it up the last couple months. Like, he's looked excellent lately. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to see some of his matches recently. He's, he's always been great. But he's, he's like A-plus lately. So we knew any match with him is going to be good. Where does the storyline go? Because as we know, even though Johnny Gargano won the match, meaning that... Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis cannot be together. Doesn't matter. We had the kiss at the end. Makeout uh, session. We have index. We had a makeout it was a make session. session. It was. Uh, Move this, the hair, this is girl. Come going. on. Come on, girl. <laughs> but I do want to make mention of what was my good of the night. And it's going to go to A, whoever puts together the video packages for NXT and the video promos. And be Dakota Kai. Because we had two excellent, excellent, pre-recorded, put-together video package promos that got you hyped, which is what they're supposed to do. And we'll talk about Dakota's first, because Dakota's was her speaking. And we got some insight as to what she's been thinking, how she's feeling, really goes way back. And that's what you want. You want this far-reaching. You want the history. You want to know... Here's what I was feeling coming through this. It, it's the long-term storytelling that we think we get when we get pish like the fiend. This is what you actually want. This is what gets you instantly 
instantly. It's what the fiend excited. was missing, right? That little piece of vulnerability. You know, let me in. Not that you're vulnerable, but the fact that you let me in. Yes. You know, to the way you're thinking, to your life, or whatever. You let me into more about you. Not even and you as a person, but your character. That like not. Why yeah. is the fiend the fiend? It was the only thing that he was ever missing to make everybody just. And maybe that was eventually yeah. going to come one day, but we'll never know now. But yeah. in this one, this is what we want. Why are they fighting? Exactly. Here's everything. And you, you not only get that vulnerability, you also get some, uh, you know, some some hint that this is going to go somewhere, that there's going to be a point to it, that there, there's a destination. It's not just this looming thing that will, maybe eventually will land, probably not, maybe not. It's, okay, no, they're most likely going to fight at TakeOver. Maybe there will be a rematch down the line, but they will definitely fight at TakeOver. And either Raquel wins, continues to dominate, shows she didn't need Dakota to, to elevate her, or Dakota wins yeah, and says, hey, you've always been trash. <laughs> I brought you up from nothing. And guess what? I set you back down to nothing. <laughs> and either result for me is going to be satisfying because we know we're going somewhere yeah. from that. So, And Dakota did a great job. Yes, pre-recorded, but she still did a great job conveying uh, that emotion, conveying that all I wanted was a chance, and I gave you all the chances, and you couldn't hey, do it. Do the more same. pre-recorded so. with the, the people that are, you know, learning to be better. That's fine if that's what it takes. Yes. Do it. Exactly. And the people that are yeah. on the main roster that can't do We're it. We're live it's here, okay. pal. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. That's it. And I will have to give a second one. This is one I actually shared in the famous Four Jobbers group iMessage, because this one feels like a UFC battle the way they are building this uh rematch it is going to be walter versus dragonov yeah. two and if you haven't and i'm saying you jobbers and you jobbers listening to this podcast as well if you haven't gone and watched this video it's on the wwe's youtube channel please do yourself a favor if you are not instantly excited for this match which i thought great idea bringing it over to take over (laughs) if you are not instantly uh aroused yeah aroused excited (laughs) yeah that's right then uh something's wrong something's wrong you don't you don't know what's going on because this is an exciting rematch i love the way they built it they had even like a press conference almost press conference press press conference press conference for it and you know first of all if you haven't seen the original match go watch that as well uh but this Jason. is the match i am excited for for takeover uh 36 because i think it's going to be an absolute cracker and there is nxt august 3rd in 19 minutes i will tell you what i think about nxt for august 10th there we go the moose is about to be loose my goodness we're all hungry for an elbow supper and he's all about to get one are you wanting salt and sauce with that yeah but did anybody watch AEW this week saw Malachi versus Cody Kai oh good I'm glad you watched that um, I will go through this as quickly as I possibly can. Oh I will God. not mention 
everything that happened, but some highlights for me, and of course, a good and pish, as you may have already seen on our Tiki Toki. Um, the first match we had was the third labour of Jericho, uh, Chris Jericho versus Juventud Guerrera. Uh, awful. Pish. Very poor. I, yeah. Pish, pish, pish of the Horrible. night. Horrible. Uh, it's such a shame because it could have been incredible, but it was so slow. And it, when they tried to speed it up, they weren't on the same page. I, I have to. It did get better. It did get better. I will say it did get better. Okay. But oh my days. Like the first three or four minutes, there's like, you jump, you know, there's like a jump off the top rope to then a hurricanrana. But he, Jericho, like he doesn't float round, so Jericho just does a forward roll. <laughs> and then he goes, well, we better do that again. Does it again, and then this time he lands on his head. <laughs> it, there's, it's just awful. I, like, <laughs> I think the thing that really upsets me about this is they spoke about 30 years of chemistry and, the, the, you know, they were together 30 years ago or 25 years ago in, in TNT and WCW and I, I get that and it's amazing but you're also talking about guys who were half the age that they are now and they don't have the same ability now so the match needs to change but what they tried to do was put on the same match they put on 25 years ago now and Jericho's belly couldn't lift high enough <laughs> over his head so it just didn't work It's it's such a shame because you go from last week with the match with Nick Gage, which was an absolute classic in AEW. Granted, it's probably not the best Nick Gage match, but for AEW, it was a huge event. And then you come to this, and it was just stagnant pish. <laughs> it's like if you watch the Such old match on YouTube with bad internet, and it's lagging the whole time, it's really slow, and he looks kind of like shaky, so you're wondering, does his body look like that? Is it supposed to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was just... just uh, the best part of the match was MJF. Oh, absolutely. By far, by far. Interacting um, with the I'm crowd. Bit, the crowd yeah. hate him but so he, he rips up the, the fans thing. That was amazing. And, like, <laughs> MJF, I, I will say, saved the segment. I'm a little bit annoyed that the fourth labour is him against Wardlow, but it seems a bit boring after the, what we've just had. But anyway... Um, like a straight match versus uh, Wardlow, it can't be. How's he supposed to win that? Like it has, there has to be stipulations. Like I don't. There's got to be like so, something happens. One on one match, versus Wardlow. Okay. Yeah, I don't get it. But anyway, that is my pish of. Uh, I'm, I'm setting it off right now. You open up the night with that, and I almost turned off my TV and said I'm not watching any more of this. But mm-hmm. I can't help myself. I'm a sucker for AEW, Mark. so I, I continued. Um, there was a couple of good matches in the middle of the card. Uh, one of the highlights for me was the TNT Championship match between Lee Johnson and Miro. Miro's so good just now. I, I love everything he's doing. All of his promo work. I mean, I don't think we got to see this promo ability from him in WWE. But this he wouldn't be allowed to talk about God. Well, yeah. <laughs> this gimmick that he is God's favorite champion and he keeps talking about uh, his wife being flexible and double jointed and well shaven or whatever else, you know whatever <laughs> else he says I don't think he's ever said that but you know he talks Should. about it it's just it's so good it's so good and I'm loving it and the fact that he's playing up to the camera and he's like holding up Lee Johnson's face after he's beating him like ah, I beat this guy <laughs> perfect it, it's so good I love everything about it 
There was another pish that almost made my pish, but it's of such a little consequence to the overall story and, and everything that I didn't add it. There is a match between uh, legit Layla Hirsch and The Bunny. Now, the match was actually okay. Uh, it went pretty well. But there is a moment where Layla moves The Bunny into position, climbs up the rope, <laughs> prepares herself, moonsault and completely misses. Oh. And I'm not talking like catches with a knee or a le- literally the other side of the ring. The other side of the ring. And Bacha commentators mania. did did an okay job of kind of trying to play oh I, I think I maybe saw the bunny move or, or she's just miscalculated that or she had a kick to the head. Maybe that's what there was a something they mentioned that kind of tried to explain it. Ultimately there's no explaining it when somebody is just ill experienced in a particular move and it just doesn't come off because there was there wasn't even like there wasn't even a, a slight grazing uh, of of her body to her opponent, it did, it was awful. But anyway, I don't think she got all of it. <laughs> yeah, and that was that was the beauty of it is they didn't say that. Yeah, they made it very clear that she didn't get it, but there was a reason for it. You know, but they yeah, tried. It's, it's better than saying, "Oh, I think she got her a little bit." Oh, uh, didn't get all of that. No, she yeah. didn't get any of that, mate. Yeah. Um, and then. Yeah, a couple other moments in, in, in the show were pretty good. Some good promo work again, of course, from uh, the Elite and uh, Hangman. So again, just building building that feud. It's such a slow burner because it looks like now we're going to see Christian Cage with Kenny uh, before we see Hangman. And I'm okay with that uh, as number one contender because of the ranking system. It makes sense that Christian comes up first. Uh, for for that fight but let's lead on to my good because it was the goodest of goods versus the baddest of bads it was Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black slash Tommy End whatever you want to call him I mean what a perfect match it it was two or three minutes long it was nothing but it was Malachi Black absolutely squashes Cody kicks him in the head so that he goes flying off the turnbuckle into a table, gets into the ring, boom, kick to the pus, <laughs> down, and then pins him with just a nonchalant foot on the chest. Ah, beautiful. It was what after, it, what happened after, rather, that, that kind of got me. I didn't really get it, but I kind of liked it. We had Cody say, the elite are amazing. I've loved being part of AEW. It's been everything I've dreamed it would be. You said it wouldn't happen, but look what I've done. Starts taking his boots off, and then in comes Malachi Black and kicks him in the back of the head or whatever, and he's down again. So it's almost like Cody was teasing that he's maybe going to retire. I'm guessing that the whole point of this is that he's out for a bit, and then he's going to come back and start something else up with Malachi Black again. Um, but yeah, just I didn't I didn't see it coming. It was a, a little bit odd that he was going to tease that he's retiring. I didn't get it. I was but confused at first too. I had to like take a second and be like, "What? What is going on?" Oh, okay. So I go back and I'm like, "Was he about to hang up his boots?" And then the way everything happened wasn't perfect. You know what I mean? Like the I don't know no. the timing or something was. But I did like the fact that he then took the boot off. Yeah. Cody because it's it again 
I like where it's going. I like where it's going. He would say Cody's retired, but actually Cody never took his boot off. And you took the boot from Cody. That that does make a difference in that segment. Um, Rather than it being he takes his boots off and then he takes them out, you know? Yeah. He took the boot off him. It does make no, a No, I didn't mean in that. I meant like everything that followed, there was something off a little bit. Yeah, it, it did seem like they were just, he was almost ad-libbing until Malachi Black was able to get back into the Maybe ring to good. do what he had to oh, do. Anyway. Um, but yeah, a, a, a great match. I don't know what you, you guys um, watched. I don't know what you think about exactly that. That's exactly what they should have done with Karrion Cross. Should have stepped on Jeff Hardy's chest and beat him. That would have been great. And that's, you're bringing someone into yes. your company. If he squashes Cody Rhodes, so what? Everyone respects Cody Rhodes. We know how good he is. He's already been a part of the company. He is the company, basically. Yeah. So you're bringing someone new yep. in, make him get over. Cody will be fine. And now I'm, I'm more interested yeah. in Malachi Black than I've ever, ever cared about. <laughs> ever. Uh, whatever his name was in WWE. <laughs> And even then, Jeff Hardy, why would it, like he came in and beat someone who has been on a winning streak, who has been dominating, who's at the top of his game, who's been crushing people, who in kayfabe, we can believe, can go up against someone like Kenny Omega and stand a chance mm. to get squashed, right? And obviously there's things happening, but still, that's how you bring someone in. That's exactly right. Yeah. Karrion Cross should not come if, in and fight Jeff Hardy at all unless Jeff Hardy has just gone on a winning streak, bun- you know, beating a bunch of people, looking good again. No, kill, like destroying Jeff Hardy is fine. Crawling out of the back. I think it's fine, but they didn't destroy him. That's a problem. Like, I think it's okay. Yeah. Honestly, but when you have the choice, though, you could do whatever you want, like I say. Why Jeff Hardy? Because you could, you could say he's, a a vet, that, he's right? new on the roster. This guy's a vet. It's just You're a te- right. You know what? If he came him. out game one and he squashed Jeff Hardy, it would have been. It would have been, yeah. It would have. Yeah, because again, the argument would be Jeff Hardy is ex-time champion and, and even if you yeah. say, so you can yeah, make whatever you argument. say, then he can do it to the next guy. But you're interested because at least he did it yeah. to someone. So he lost, ladies and gentlemen, and others. He lost. And that's it's like exactly it's like if I if I cook but this amazing like lasagna for you, right? And I'm bringing it to you, and it's been smelling good for hours and looks amazing. I bring it out and I drop it all on the carpet. And then I pick it up, put it back in, and be like, ah, oh, it's still lasagna, and I give it to you. Is it going to be quite it's as like good? Like Kevin from The Office. <laughs> the chili. Well, he dropped him no. on the... He slip it in the he chili. His you lasagna. slip in it. You're, you're, you're rubbing it on your face, and then you slap it back yeah, in there. Like, and do you still, does it look quite as good? No, it, lo- it lost its charm and its luster. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's luster. Nice. Um, but yes, that is, of course, my one good. Uh, just, just a perfect way to introduce somebody to the company. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to see what happens with him. I have no idea where he's going to go from here. Although I will say, I do hope it is a battle of the fired talent. I would love to see Malachi Black versus Miro yes. for the TNT Championship. Yes. I don't think it's something we ever got to see in WWE with Rusev versus Alistair Black, but I would love to see that match because you've got this one guy who's destroying people left, right, and center, the best promo work of his life, and you've got Alistair, uh, sorry, Malachi, who's just rocked up to the show, taking out the main guy, and went, let's go. Crazy. Let's go. You compare that to somebody like Andrade, who really has not been hitting the mark since he landed in AEW. I just found this on YouTube. There's Alistair Black there and Ricochet versus Shinsuke and Rusev. 
of the, an actual match. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. This is what they were doing with these guys back then. Or we have Alistair oh, wow. Black, Ricochet, and Mustafa Ali versus the Rusev team. The Rusev. The Usos versus Ricochet and Alistair Black versus the Bar versus. They, so they're. What? <laughs> Just dust, basically. Dust. So they have fought many times in horrible Not one on one. There you go. Well, nope. that would be a match. I'm not being allowed to, to actually have a character and do things. I don't know. No. But that is AEW. Uh, I know we're, we're pressed for time, so there's not a huge amount more I have for you there. How many, uh, how many wrestlers are there in AEW that you see regularly that in your mind no, you know they have no chance of really winning anything? They're not, real, not a real threat. Um, the, the, the match is usually just... set up in that way. It's usually, if there's a squash match, yeah. you know it's a squash match. But are they squashing like it's like a guy that you see all the time? It's an actual jobber. Like half of no. Raw's roster, nah, like they're amazingly talented wrestlers, but character-wise, story-wise, you know they're not going to win anything. I think that's the thing that's different is nothing is done for the sake of doing it in AEW. It all because every win and loss counts to to their scorecard it has to make sense for the story. So you'll get some people who will win who you don't expect, but it fits perfectly with the story. Whereas at the minute in WWE, it's just, are you a bigger name? Then you're probably going to win. And if AEW is doing it, usually there's going to be like, if someone even loses a few matches in a row, then they go on a winning streak after. And then what you talk about, this person's on a three-match winning streak. Yeah. Well, the record's three and three. Well, I don't care. All I know is they're on a three-match winning streak and they're on on the rise, ever rise. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they did they did make an appearance in this week's AEW. I glanced over it quickly because it was awful. Yeah. There's a reason that they were released but, uh, from NXT. <laughs> one one other question, like for title matches in AEW, do they do wow. they ever just happen the same night and say like, well, let's have a title fight tonight, and it's like, oh, we're gonna have a title match later tonight. Does that happen? Um, no. And the reason for that, uh, Jason, the smart mark, is because f- from a purely marketing standpoint, it wouldn't make sense to do that. I don't know why a wrestling promotion would advertise on the night that they're going to do that and not drum up some kind of uh, publicity for it. However, I do not work for a wrestling promotion, so what do I know about trying to get people to watch your product? Uh, Not oh, a stinky jobber. Nothing. I'm oh, glad there's no hard feelings between you and WWE. <laughs> I feel like WWE's just released me from its viewership so that I can... I can't you know, wait I've, to I've, break down the card I've done of Bummerslam with Jordan. I can't wait yeah. to see how excited wow. you are. NXT Mark, AEW Mark. Get ready for the Bummer Slam card. Don't look at it in advance. Come in fresh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if you don't know it already, there, there's a couple of decent I'm, ones uh, so far. There's excited one. Excited for next week's episode of the Four Jobbers podcast where we get to break that down match by match. And by excited, we could, we I, could, mean, uh, I might not talk about up. AEW's new show instead. It will, we will have had night one by that point. Oh, so Ryan, uh, man, we're going to have a lot to three talk minutes about left. next week. My goodness. Three-minute countdown until NXT. Ryan Muswell. Are you watching yeah. live? Yes. 
Okay, then we will say goodbye to everyone. Goodbye, Mark. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Four Jobbers Podcast. You filthy jobbers, you filthy marks. Leave us a like and subscribe. We need it. And check us out on all of social media, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube. Snapchat. Snapchat? Snapchat. Snapchat and everything else. And thank you so much for listening to the Four Jobbers. Until next week, I'm Blade Goodbye. Goodbye. Done. Rock and roll, dudes. Rock and roll. Easy.